Affordable housing, or the lack of it in Columbus, has been a major topic of discussion over the course of the last couple of years, as it is one of the things uh, that is um, uh, an issue when it comes to talking about economic uh, development and disparity uh, and uh, economic uh D- uh, diversity in the community. Uh, on this segment of Perspective, we're going to talk uh, once again to Bruce Lukey. He's president and CEO of Homeport. We welcome you back, Bruce. Great to have you. Great. Thanks. Thanks. Nice to be here, Clark. Uh, and you've done a study recently that uh, looks at the economic impact that Homeport uh, has on the community. What did you find out when you started breaking those numbers down? Well, um, in addition to uh, the social uh, the positive social impact that we have on people's lives uh, by not only being able to uh, provide housing and, and and also financial counseling to them. Um, that has a real impact, uh, as we do do that, uh, on the economy here in central Ohio. This study was conducted by the Greater Ohio Policy Center on behalf of the Neighborhood Works Collaborative Ohio. That's a group that you've been a member of since 1987. Um, what are the sources of this economic impact? It, I am sure it goes beyond just uh, buying materials and employing construction workers. Well, there's there's kind of three areas that it really um, touches on. Um, the the first is what the direct effects would be, and those would be things that um, you know would be most apparent. You know, um, uh, the staff that we uh, employ, the um, the services that we provide, home sales, um, the program and administrative administration of all that, and and, and real estate development. Um, you know, um, we you know we have thirty six to be 38 communities in the central Ohio area um, with, you know, close to 2,500 units and 6,500 people that live with us. Um, and so, you know, um, the, you know developing those um, units uh, obviously is a direct effect. Um, the indirect effect of that is when we do build, um, we obviously have to buy materials and supplies and, and do all those sort of things. And so that's sort of the indirect side of it. Um, and, and thirdly, the people that we help, uh, particularly those individuals who we help through our financial counseling, um, are able um, to uh, to do more things with their finances. Right? We help them improve their credit scores, um, improve their savings rates, help them buy homes, uh, keep them out of uh, foreclosure if that's what the issue is, and so that also impacts their um, spending power um, in the marketplace. We hear that homeowners are, are better consumers. Uh, I don't think the study looked quite that deeply into the issue, but can you uh, back that sort of, uh, uh, that sort of um, philosophy up that uh, people who own their homes are uh, more active in the local economy, or the neighborhood economy? Well, uh, you know, from a, I, I don't know if I would, I would say that they're um, m- more active, they, the byproduct. Um, you know, probably uh, from being a homeowner, uh, may be greater. Um, so, um, you know, with home ownership, uh, the the byproduct is um, that people create wealth um, through the you know through the equity in the home um, that they that they have, and so that's certainly a byproduct that, from a renter's perspective, is not there. 
and uh, also the uh, the home port uh, communities generate some tax revenue also for the communities in which they're operating, right? Oh yes, we do. We do pay property taxes, um, quite a bit of property taxes, and we're and we're happy to do that. I mean, to support our schools and and all the other you know municipal um, services that are provided through through those taxes or paid for through those taxes. Uh, the uh, NCO, the uh, uh, Neighborhood Neighbor Works Collaborative Ohio, uh, and its member organizations uh, generate about six hundred and fifty-five million dollars uh, statewide. Um, where does Homeport see itself, uh, Bruce, fitting into the formula for solving Columbus's urban housing shortage? I mean, it's on uh, the mayor's uh, agenda, it's on city council's agenda, uh, and Homeport's supposed to play a role. Where do you see yourself fitting into that? Yeah, well, first let's maybe step back and talk about um, the continuum um, of housing um, that's really there. Um, that exists, and because affordability is really a relative term, um, the, and and when you think about the continuum, it you know starts all the way from those individuals who are unable to find housing. Period. Um, so those people that today you know our shelter system um, is serving, um, all the way to you know um, next to. Um, Permanently, you know, supportive housing. So individuals, for whatever reason, um, you know, may have difficulty living on their own, and so there's, you know, permanent supportive housing um, that would be kind of a step up. And then there would be, you know, um, as we go through that continuum, um, housing that would be kind of more affordable all the way up through, you know, market rate housing. So where Homeport sits is in the continuum that uh, really. Um, touches people who are making primarily anywhere from twenty to about seventy five thousand dollars a year, and we're building housing to be able to you know to fit their the the needs um, that they have and to for them to live in an affordable manner. Uh, are there qualif- uh, qualifying uh, are there qualifications that uh, a first a resident must meet before they can? Uh, buy or get on a list to buy one of the uh, units in the home port communities? There, there are qualifications, and it's, uh, Clark, it's usually driven by the type of financing on the front end. Um, and so many of our uh, developments have been financed through the use of um, tax credits. And when tax credits are used, um, typically individuals the, the, the uh, individuals who are making no more than 60% of the area median income um, would be able to um, qualify for a unit. Um, so that's, and they qualify once when they're going in. So they're not, their incomes are not looked at every year. I mean, they don't. They're not going to risk, you know, um, if they have they get raised or whatever. They're not going to risk a, uh, being, um, you know, asked to leave. Um, that's but, you know, when they when they first qualify, um, they'd have to meet that number. Um, and then, you know, any uh, housing that would say go above be targeted to individuals above that um, that percentage. Um, so typically between forty and seventy thousand on our side. Um, at times, lenders um, 
based upon the loan structure and the rates, et cetera, may have qualifications that say X percent of the units have to be um, open to only people who are making 80% or 100% of what the area median income is. So it's really driven on the front end by the financing and the structuring of the financing on the front end. Uh, Bruce Lukey is president and CEO of Homeport, uh, which has uh, focused on creating sustainable and affordable housing uh, here in central Ohio for many years. And let me ask you quickly about that formula you just referred to. When you talk about median uh, median area income, median regional income, uh, Columbus and central Ohio has such a diversity or a disparity, if you will, in income. Uh, do Is it fair to, to uh, aim for let's say 80 to even 100% of the area median income when you're talking about affordable housing because the top end of of wages in this area is pretty high. Yeah, the uh, area median income is in the for the Columbus region is roughly about $65,000. So uh, for a family. And so um, and, and 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 again by neighborhood you know that may vary, um, which might impact the marketability of rents. But overall, that's you know kind of across the Columbus region or Central Ohio region, and so um, there are a good you know percentage of individuals who have you know strong have good jobs and they're working and they have families and uh, you know but they're they're making incomes within the that you know twenty to seventy five thousand dollar range and um, and it's getting harder and harder for those individuals to afford either rents or much less buying a home and uh, that's kind of where homeport steps in in one of its uh, other um uh, roles and that is financial education counseling right. uh and helping folks out uh tell me a little bit about the programs that you offer that not only help people stay in the homes they're in but maybe get out of that rental situation and start getting uh toward a home ownership situation yeah absolutely our our primary focus is helping people who want um you know, to buy a home, prepare to buy a home. And there's two things that are critically important, um, you know, as we work with individuals. Um, The first is helping them get to the point where they can even afford to buy a home or qualify for a loan to buy a home. Um, But it doesn't stop there. Uh, The the second thing, and maybe even just as important, is we want to make sure people stay in their homes. And so they're prepared and understand what it takes to own a home and, you know, to continue to, uh, you know, have to invest in that home um, and um, and be prepared, you know, for unforeseen circumstances. And so uh, our financial education programs primarily revolve around um, both preparing and making sure that people understand what it takes to, you know, to live in a home. So uh, it does become an asset. Um, for them. And how can folks find out about some of those programs, maybe uh, enroll in some of those uh, classes or those uh, get some of that counseling? Yeah, well, they can always give us a call um, at um, 614-221-8889 or just go to our, home, our uh, website at uh, homeportohio.org and they can, um, they can sign up through that. From the point of view of someone who has dealt with the issue of housing and affordable housing for many years now, do you worry about a, 
I don't want to say, well, I will say it, and I, but a, a sort of general, generational ignorance or lack of information about the practicalities of owning a home. The more people who find it difficult to uh, own a home, uh, their kids or maybe their grandkids then go into the economy uh, possibly with less information, less practical information. Uh, and, and that's kind of where your counseling comes in. But do you worry that, that there are going to be more and more of those people who need that kind of counseling? Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, as a homeowner myself, um, I you know sometimes I wonder whether it's an investment or or whether it's an expense. Um, but um, and, and so we have to be ready. You know, I mean, people have to be ready for that. And um, and you know, um, homes do need uh, both minor and major um, investment from time to time, all the way from you know small type of items to, you know, replacing a roof or a furnace. And so, um, you know, the key there is ensuring people are prepared um, to be able to handle that when it does happen, whether they, you know, have savings to do that or whether, you know, they're responsibly using, you know, some form of debt to do that and are prepared to do that. Um, And then the other factor, quite frankly, that um, does touch particularly um, neighborhoods that are, um, you know, starting to uh, redevelop a bit more um, is property tax. Uh, Property taxes increase with the value of the homes increasing. And so, you know, individuals need to be prepared, um, you know, for that also. Bruce Lukey is president and CEO of Homeport, uh, which has been uh, cre- uh, focusing on creating sustainable and affordable housing uh, for Ohioans. It's a member of the NeighborWorks Collaborative of Ohio. If you'd like to find out more about the programs, counseling, and other information that uh, uh, Bruce was talking about, their number again, 614-221-8889, or their website, homeportohio.org. Bruce Lukey, it's great to have you on the show again. Thanks. Clark, I really appreciate it. Thank you.